0: Welcome to episode 99 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. We are almost to 100 episodes, Woohoo! All right, episode 99 is social media posts that get engagement. Stick around for the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coach thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I save them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast, this podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're talking about social media posts that get engagement. I've always said that anybody can post on social media. It's not difficult to post on social media, but it's an entirely different story when you're posting on social media and you're actually getting engagement from your audience. That's what you want. You don't want people to just fly by your posts. You don't want people to scroll by. You don't want people to just keep scrolling away and pass all your posts, you want people to engage. You want people to stop their scroll. That is your goal. Your goal is to stop the scroll. And not just stop the scroll, but get them to do something once they've stopped. Get them to engage. So what types of posts will get your audience to engage? Well, the first thing that you've got to know, you absolutely have to know, is you've got to know your target audience and what they want. Who is your target audience? Who are the people that you are trying to reach? You've got to know that. You're really not trying to reach just anybody and everybody because just anybody and everybody is not going to be interested in any post that you put out there. So you need to niche it down. You need to choose a target audience and you need to continue posting information, valuable content that they want. Those are the two keys. Valuable content that they want. If they don't want it, they are not going to view it as valuable and they absolutely are not going to engage. You will know if you're hitting the mark when you start getting engagement. Then you know, that you're doing it right, that you are indeed posting things that your audience wants. It's going to be obvious. If they're never engaging, that means they're not really seeing that it's valuable. And then of course, there's the algorithm that is always in play. And so some people will say, well, you know, everybody doesn't see my posts. And so I don't really know. Well, hold on a minute. It's up to each individual person whether or not, they see your posts in their feed. And they are telling the algorithm every single day by their actions, whether or not they really do wanna see your content. And if they actively go about engaging with your content, then they're telling the algorithm, hey, I do wanna see this person's stuff. But if they're not, then they're telling the algorithm they don't wanna see it. So it's not the algorithm's fault if they're not seeing it. People tend to get that a little bit backwards. It's not the algorithm's fault. Yes, there's always an algorithm in play. There always will be an algorithm in play for every social media post. However, each individual person really is responsible for what they see in their, in their feed. In other words, you really can see whatever you want to see in your feed. And that includes ads because if you don't want to see a certain kind of ad, you can say, hide this ad. It's not relevant or I see it too much. You can kind of swipe it away and then you won't see that particular ad anymore. It doesn't mean you won't be seeing ads. You just won't see that particular ad. And I do that sometimes because sometimes I have ads in my feed that really have nothing to do with what I'm interested in. I don't want to see those types of things. And so I'm letting whoever put that ad out there know that I'm not their target audience. They're wasting their time if they are showing me those types of ads. So it's positive feedback. It's positive feedback actually to let the advertisers know if you're seeing it too many times or if it's not relevant or you don't like the ad or whatever. It is important. Okay. So who is your target audience? What do they want to see? If they're engaging, then you know you're hitting the mark. If they're not engaging, how can you get them to engage? How can you get them to see the stuff if they haven't been seeing because they haven't been engaging? It gets to be a cyclical problem. So what can you do? All right. So first, you have to know your target audience. You have to know what they want. You have to post that stuff. Beyond that, you need to vary the content that you post. So don't just post video after video after video or reel after reel after reel or story after story. You get my point, right? So vary the content. Sometimes you want to do a video. Sometimes you want to do a still image, a single image post. Sometimes you might want to do a carousel of images. Sometimes you might want to do a longer video like on Instagram. Maybe it starts in the feed and then it continues to IGTV. Maybe you want to do a shorter video that's a minute long or less, and it'll just stay in the feed, or you can use that inside of stories chopped up into 15-second segments. If you put a video that's less, I always say 59 seconds or less, just to be careful, 59 seconds or less, Instagram will slice it up for you into 15-second segments. It's longer than that, it will cut off at the one minute mark and it will slice those up, but then it's, you're not going to have the end part. So, if that's the case, if your video is longer than a minute and you want it to show in stories, then you need to use something like a third party software uh, platform or some kind of app like Cut Story to slice it up into the sections that you want. And people who are influencers, who are needing to put stories in longer videos inside of their stories. They don't want the video to cut off like in the middle of a word or in the middle of something important that they're saying. So it's really important to use those tools sometimes to make sure that the cut is exactly where you want it. Instagram's just going to cut it. So Instagram might not necessarily cut it exactly where you want it. So sometimes those tools can be really helpful. I don't use them. I just have Instagram do it because I'm not doing it for any brands and you know the stories disappear in 24 hours anyway and I do so many stories. I don't worry about it because I can get my point across and I use captions enough that everybody understands whatever it is I'm talking about anyway. But you may want to do that, especially if you are working for brands. Okay, so you want to vary the content. Now, keep in mind that you can have a TikTok, you can take out the watermark and then put it through your Instagram, you can do that. So think about repurposing things that you have already created. I am in no way saying that you've got to have different content on every single social media platform every single day. That would be crazy. (laughs) That would be absolutely nuts and you would go nuts doing it. So don't worry about that. But do think about varying the content that you do from day to day and repurpose some of the things that you have. So for example, let's say that you have a podcast or you have a blog. Well, why not promote that podcast episode or that blog piece, promote that on social media. Talk about it on your social media posts. So now you are promoting something that you've already done. You've already done the content and now you're simply promoting it so that other people will know about it. You're not recreating the wheel. Now you're promoting that thing. And you can take a little, like you can do a screenshot of part of the blog post or use one of the images in the blog post. Of course, you're going to have that as a Pinterest pin. And you can also, if you video your podcast or if you have a video where you're talking about Your blog post, or something like that, or you show doing something that you're referring to on your blog post, put that through stories, put that in your feed, put that out there. And so you've got a lot of different types of content out there. It's not always the same thing. And think about when you're doing video, sometimes it should be you talking into the camera directly into the camera, and sometimes it should be a video of you doing something. So, demonstrating how to do something. It could be your hands. It could be your feet. It could be, you know, a long shot of you, you know, doing whatever it is, working out, whatever it is. And sometimes it could be a voiceover of you demonstrating, but then you've got the voiceover on top of it. The video doesn't necessarily have any sound in the beginning. And then you do the voiceover afterwards. So, that's another way that you can think about it. Also, this is a really interesting thing. You can do a video that is just showing black, just like a video of blackness, and then talk and show the captions over it. So you don't see your face, but you are talking into Instagram, and, but you're just videoing blackness, and then you see like white letters, captions. It's, it's kind of a neat effect, and it's something that's a little bit surprising to your viewer and your listener. And so it can get extra engagement as well. Make sure that when you are varying your content, make sure that sometimes you're doing how-tos, you're doing tutorials, you're giving tips on different things that you know about, different things that are in your wheelhouse, in your zone of genius. You are continuing to shine as the expert in your field. Make sure sometimes that you are also giving a call to action. There's absolutely nothing wrong with giving a call to action and saying, Hey, you know, for more information on this, head over to my blog or head over to my podcast, or I've got a course on this and you can say, You know, you could check it out in my store. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But remember the 80 20 rule. And some people really do more of the 90 10 rule, but for sure, 8020 and no more than that, where only 20%, a maximum of 20% of your content is going to have a call to action, which is going to ask your viewers or your listeners to engage in some way. It's asking them to complete some action. So it's asking them to go to the blog page. It's asking them to, to like, to comment, to share, to subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's asking them to Go ahead and share out the podcast with someone who might be interested. It's asking them to engage in some way. Sometimes you don't need to ask at all. Hopefully, lots of times you don't need to ask, and you're providing such valuable content that your audience is engaging anyway. But there's nothing wrong with reminding them occasionally, not more than 20% of the time, to engage in some way. And that can be to check out something that you have for sale, but it's not always something that you have for sale. It could be something that is free. It could be an opt-in that you've got, a freebie. It could be a challenge that you've got coming up, a free challenge. It could be joining your Facebook group. It could be joining your Clubhouse Club, any of those things. Anything like that, where you're asking people to do something, that's a call to action no more than 20% of the time. The rest of the time, 90%, 80 to 90% of the time, all of that is valuable content, content that you know is deemed valuable by your audience. It's for your audience and you create it with your audience in mind. You know they're going to want to see it. It's valuable. That's the type of stuff that they're going to engage with. And you're doing that 80 to 90% of the time. The other 10 to 20%, that's where the calls to action come in play. It's really important to adhere to the 80-20 rule or the 90-10 rule. And a lot of people forget about it. They really do. And especially when you're just starting your business, sometimes it's kind of hard because you're like, well, how am I ever gonna sell anything if all I'm doing is providing free, valuable content? Well, the more you do that, the more you stay top of mind the more you stay top of mind, then in that 10 to 20% of the time where you are going to possibly talk about something that you have for sale, you've already primed the pump. You've already gotten your audience ready. And they're more than happy to check it out because you've been giving such incredible, valuable content day after day after day. So, When you show your audience that you truly are the expert that you know you are in your field and you keep giving them valuable content day after day, post after post, blog after blog, podcast episode after podcast episode, clubhouse room after clubhouse room, every single time you're giving valuable content, the 10 to 20% of the time where you're going to be giving them a call to action, they are more than happy to do it. I hope this has been valuable, and I hope that it's gotten you to really think about what it is that you're putting out there on social media. Sometimes we as digital marketers, we forget that social media really is for being social. DMs really are for direct messaging somebody and getting to know them, getting to know them and them getting to know you and asking them questions and giving them answers And encouraging them and supporting them and helping them out and being social. That really is what DMs are for. There's nothing wrong with, you know, 10 to 20% of the time to say, hey, you know, when you know somebody could really benefit from something and you've already been carrying on a conversation with them, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with letting them know something that you have, whether it's free or paid, that could help them out further. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, then people either buy it or they don't but that definitely shows them that you're interested in helping them and you want to continue to give them more value maybe they buy it maybe they don't but regardless it does show your interest now if all you're doing through your DMs is asking them to sign up for this and buy that and do this and do the other and all this thi- all these things then people are going to probably block you because That's not what DMs are for. DMs are not for sign up for all my freebies and buy all my stuff and here's another thing I've got for sale. That's not what DMs are for. DMs are to be able to message someone directly so that you have access to them in some other way besides email and besides in person. Because let's face it, we might not be seeing most of our people in person these days during the pandemic. So I'm recording this in August of 2021. We are still in the midst of a global pandemic and you're probably not seeing your audience in person nearly as much as you used to. So you're probably relying a lot more on email and on direct messaging. Maybe you're using, you know, some kind of bot for messaging. I don't use those. I just go ahead and use the free direct messaging tools that I have through social media. So I use Facebook Messenger. I use Twitter DMs. I use Instagram DMs. Occasionally I will back channel somebody through Clubhouse, but I don't really check that very often, to be honest with you. So I'll really just message people through the back channel on Clubhouse, people who I already have a close relationship with. And, I, you know, it's just a very small handful of people that I do that with. The rest of the people I will be DMing. Through other social media platforms, or maybe I already know their email, or if I happen to know them personally, I will text them on the phone. But I do not use um, SMS texting. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, that's when you send people direct messages via the their phone. There's nothing wrong with that. I just don't do it. But that certainly is another way to get a hold of them. And in terms of social media posts. That could also be something that you could let them know about because if they want to really know, for example, when you have your next event, they really want to know that and they, they never look at email. Maybe they never look at email. Then posting out there on social media or saying in your clubhouse room or saying on your YouTube video about your SMS messaging that could be really helpful it could be very beneficial and it's a little tip for your community about how you create community and it might be something that they might want to do with their community as well so it could be really helpful if they see how it is you know on the user end if they like that user experience i don't but if they like that user experience they might want to do the same thing with their community so Think about that. I hope this has really helped you to really think about your social media posts. What are you putting out there? Is it worthy of your audience's time? And I know that's kind of harsh to say, but I really think that we need to be thinking about that. The types of things that we're putting out on social media, is that really worthy of our audience's time? Is it really something that they're going to find interesting? Is it really something that helps them? Is it teaching them something? Is it giving them a tip? Is it giving them a tutorial? Is it educating them? Is it entertaining them? There's nothing wrong with entertainment. Is it doing any of those things? Or are you just simply posting to post? That's a waste of time. Don't waste your time. Don't waste their time. Give them valuable content every single time you post. And if you're not quite sure what your audience likes, maybe you know you're trying to re-engage your Facebook group or your LinkedIn group or you're trying to get more people in Clubhouse to to let you know what they want from you, go ahead and poll them. Put a poll in your Instagram stories, put a poll in your Facebook stories, maybe put a quiz out there, maybe do a slider. You can also do polls in Clubhouse in terms of hand raising and then they put their hand down. So that's how you can do a poll without the poll feature being there. So for the people who show up in your clubhouse rooms, and I've got other episodes that are specifically about clubhouse, but for people in your clubhouse rooms, you could say, "Hey, for everyone in here, could you please raise your hand right now if you like it when I do rooms on and then you say some topic, Or do you for those of you who listen to my podcast, do you like it when I do episodes on?" and you say a topic, and then the people raise their hand. And then you can clear out the hand raising. So you turn the hand raising off. Then you turn the hand raising back on for everybody. And then you can ask another question. So that's how you can do polls even inside of Clubhouse. So if you're not quite sure what your audience wants right now, go ahead and ask them. They will absolutely let you know. And don't just ask them once. Ask them several different times in several different ways over a couple of months' time. Don't assume that everybody sees that one poll that you put in one story one day. They might not see it or they might not, you know, I don't know, they might not just think about that particular question. They didn't really want to engage on that question. Maybe they'll engage on the next question. When I put polls in my Instagram stories and my Facebook stories. So sometimes I'll put a poll out and not very many people will will vote. And that's okay. Just look at the people who do. That's information. Think about the poll. Maybe it wasn't a very good question. Or maybe the question was a little too vague. Maybe you have to be a little bit more specific on the question. And they will give you the answer. You can also have them give answers through the slider. Like, for example, Sometimes I'll put in my polls, I'll make my bed, and then I'll say, Do you make your bed every day? And then sometimes it'll be yes, no, or sometimes I'll put a slider. And then, you know, if they slide it all the way over, that means yes all the time. Or if they, you know, don't slide it at all, that means like none of the time. And then you can see how people are voting, how people are engaging. So there's loads and loads of features all over social media that are free for you that can give you the information you need so that you can continue to post social media posts that do get engagement. Thanks so much for being here. I love that you were. Please let me know what you think of this episode or any episode. Feel free to email me any day of the week at listener at bonnielfrank.com. That's listener at bonnielfrank.com. Or please leave me a message on my speak pipe. And you can go to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can go to my podcast page, bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast, and right in the middle of the page is a bright orange button. Click that button and start talking directly into whatever device you're on, whether it's your phone, whether it's your laptop, whether it's your iPad or your tablet, whatever it is, it's probably got a mic in there somewhere just talk right into it. Click that button, talk right into it, and leave me a voice message. I love hearing from you all. I love hearing your real live voices, and I love answering your questions. If you want me to include your question in a podcast episode, I would absolutely love to do that, and I certainly will. Just let me know that I can. Thanks so much for being here. We'll talk soon. Here is to a fabulous day.